Podcast. I'm Paul Farver. I'm your host. This is a fun episode with comedian and musician Trevor Gertensen, also riding shotgun, Patty Vasquez as the voice of reason. Subscribe to the podcast if you aren't already. I know a lot of people listen, but subscribe. Also, give us a review right now more than any time. Uh, it helps a lot uh, in keeping this podcast free and getting my numbers up there so my parents finally accept me. Um, check out my website, paulfcomedy.com, for upcoming dates and information. Follow me on Instagram at Paul Farvar and my YouTube page, youtube.com backslash paulfcomedy. Um, and email me if you have questions, concerns, or ideas. Uh, I am going to start doing more viewer mail. Uh, Paul F. Uh, my email is paulfarvar, or sorry, pfarvar at gmail.com. Check out uh, our guests uh, as well. And uh, Patty Vasquez is uh, page uh, with kindwords.com. Very fun episode here. Um, hope to see you all soon. Please check it out. And also, please, 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 please keep checking out our sponsors. Hey, singles only folks, have I ever uh, steered you wrong? Have I ever, you know, given you bad advice? I, I've been here for four years now for some of you guys. The longest relationship I've ever been in is with this podcast. And uh, I've given you everything I can. I brought guests that have informed you, entertained you, told you how to date, told you how not to date. And now I'm bringing you another tool, a superpower, if you will. It's called the Keys Dating Keyboard. You download this app and it saves you thousands and thousands and thousands of hours in dating. What it is is it has messages for every situation, breaking the ice, being flirty, responding to something that was asked of you, um, or most importantly, breaking up with someone or ending things. Instead of ghosting, you can be a responsible person and choose multiple different responses. It is the coolest thing I've ever seen. When I saw this app, I was like, I need to, I need to get this to my folks. And, you know, it's been proven that uh, singles spend over 8,000 messages, you know, hours on apps uh, until they find what they're looking for. Well, this is going to save you so much more time. It's a free app for you guys. That's what I'm going to do for you. You guys download the app. It's, uh, if, you, if you Google dating keyboard keys or uh, keys keyboard, um, it's going to pop up. Promo code singles only free. Boom. Don't tell me I don't do anything for you guys. So this is. It's being, you know, it, only certain people have access to this, but you guys are going to be ones that have it. You guys are basically going to be testers on this app. And um, I'm inviting you to listen to this, to use it, and uh, before it's released to the general public, tell me what you think. Download the app. Use the password. Singles only to get in. Anyone that signs up will be free for one year. One year of free usage. I don't know what else to tell you. I am doing everything I can to get you guys to stop listening to this podcast and, and find love, whatever the hell that means. Keys, dating, keyboard. Promo code, singles only. You're welcome. It's time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farvar. Riding shotgun, we have the voice of treason slash reason, Patty Vasquez. Patty, how are you? I'm I'm grateful that you added reason back in. Well, sometimes we need that. Uh, I've been doing some shows without any reason, and sometimes it just goes off on tangents when there's just single people and there's nobody to weigh us back in on the realities of 
you know, the positives of possibly ever being in a committed relationship. Well, we've t- discussed uh, many times on this podcast how long I've been off the market, and I needed to tell you that I just celebrated my 20th wedding anniversary wow. yesterday. And uh, and June 1st would be, thank you, would be the uh, 25 years of when we uh, Dated. started dating. Yes. Yeah, that's, ins- that's insane yeah. amount of time. <laughs> That's probably longer than uh, some of our listeners have been alive. Oh, that's absolutely true. <laughs> yeah. Of course. And I, because of where you live, one of the first meals I had with my now husband when we started dating, I believe it was actually the first carryout we had was Bacino's Pizza. Oh, right next door to my house. So I'm going to grab a pizza before yeah. I leave. I'm going to order a pizza. What a great idea. I'm so, so excited. See if he remembers. That's why I said yes to your podcast. Yeah. Also because I miss you and I'm happy to be here. Yes. That's, and, and I miss you too. And and what's more important too is we've got a lot of callers and people, not, not callers, so but mess DMs as the kids call them, of people that were chiming in on your comments on a recent episode about uh, condoms slipping off oh, really? during sex. Uh-huh. And uh, they were surprised that you were not familiar with that. The guys said, that, or that it happened? Yeah. That it never. Um, that... I'm shocked. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. Thank yeah. you. I, 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 let's introduce our yeah. guest. Well, so that's, we can, yeah. we can we'll, that we'll talk about it now. Well, please. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is a comedian who I've known for a while. Uh, I, I think I met you at the. Uh, when I used to host the open mic at the Laugh Factory. That's correct, yeah. And then uh, we did a show together at the Comedy Bar. You had a great set. Um, and uh, and also, I like hearing what you say because uh, you're a former musician or a musician as well. And I remember when you first did your sets, you did music stuff, and I do music stuff. I was like, oh, man, he better not do what I do, and you never did. I was like, okay, cool. He's, he's actually funny. So, <laughs> no, no. Trevor Curtinson. Your stuff, thank you. Thank you. Your stuff is always great. I'm a, But I was a goth musician, right. so you didn't have any worry because right. no one ever saw my bands uh in the in the 13 years i was headlining shows it would be the sound guy walking <laughs> away from his desk <laughs> where did what were some of the venues you played at well i started in minneapolis okay so it was like uh first avenue oh, nice. um the caboose um uh, you did first Cos- avenue you played there yeah oh wow yeah. that's a great yeah. venue oh it's well it's prince's avenue yeah so like that's like a i've dream. been there yeah i saw uh cold war kids there uh, oh, cool. Okay. A long nice. time ago. Can I can I be a music dork again? Yeah, Just go briefly? ahead. Um, only because so I went to I graduated from high school in 1989. Just to give a little perspective. Sure, sure. But but goth was starting to. It wasn't something I was familiar with as a kid. And for me, like goth, I can't. I don't know necessarily the genre of music, or necessarily the sort of birth of. If you guys can have a, I would love to hear I, a little bit more. I can give you the insight. Uh, yes. I'll bore the listeners with it, so no, I'll no, be no, very but, brief. But about I think it, it also leads into romantic. Uh, yeah, because goth girls uh, and goth guys have a different. There's a whole kind of uh, stigma, if you will, or not stigma, but just uh, uh, misconceptions. Mm, the what, commonalities that they, people say. What goth music was was a re- uh, retaliation against punk music. So they were into punk music, but they were being bullied at the punk shows. And so their... I did not know that, yeah. So their retaliation was to form The Cure and Christian Death and um, Depeche Mode and bands like that. I was going to say Depeche Mode, but I wasn't sure if that was right. That counts Uh, as God. I'm excited. So yeah, those those were kind of the... uh, They just were tired of being picked on. And when you were in school, Patty, I think it was called progressive music too. It was was another term for it because my brother was... You know, he would... He would call it that too. Probably like psychedelic furs, yeah, stuff like that. Psychedelic yeah. furs, stuff like that. Exactly. Uh, Haircut one hundred, I think. No, they were more like punk. But uh, but what was I going to say? Uh, did you uh, when you were? Are you still consider yourself a goth guy? 
I mean, you dress like you have, <laughs> you wear uh, eyeliner. You know, I, I, I tried to go away from that. I considered myself the crystal light of goth. Um, okay. Because, you know, I'm not full on white face paint and lipstick and stuff anymore. Um, but at the same thing, like at the end of the day, that's where my heart is. Okay. So like I am, I, I don't know why I tried to replace myself from that, but it just like. It's still who you are. It's yeah. At the end of the day, so like, if someone goes, "Are you goth?" I go, eh, "Yeah, that's fine." Does that uh, play a role into your dating life as well, in terms of people having to know what goth is or respect that style of music? Or you're like, "No, you like country music. Let's date." Oh well, yeah. Well, not <laughs> not particularly, because here's the thing: if I like someone, I just like them. Okay. For who they are, I think that you know, as long as they respect my interests. Okay. Then they don't have to necessarily be super into it, but if they respect it, um, I'm happy with that. Um, but you know, my favorite band is The Cure, and who doesn't love The Cure? Right. So, like, I pretty much it's a, it's a win. Crystal Light, the Crystal Light of Goth, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's I think current. so. I can't name a song. Sorry. <laughs> you don't know a Cure song? If you oh. heard it, I, if I heard it, I would. Friday I was... I'm in Love, I think, would be. Something. Oh yes, I, I can. I, I can. I can imagine that one. <clears throat> Sorry, Paul. So it's hard to explain. Patty I, has a, it's a appalling lack of musical knowledge. Yes. So you are recently single, I understand. Yes. What, yes. How long were you in a committed relationship? Well, this was 10 years. <gasps> wow. And before that, it was six years. <gasps> so like, I technically haven't been single in 16 years. When you, in between the 10 and 16 year old, uh, 16 year old, 16 <laughs> uh, years. Yeah, not, not 16. Understood. <laughs> Did you have a, over a uh, three month gap? Was there an overlap where you were single, or how did that work? Did you? How long were you single at that time? I, I, or did you go right, right into another? It was pretty much like back to back. Like okay. it was, it was kind of like the six year relationship ended, and then I was seeing someone, um, and then she was like, "Well, I don't know if I'm ready for a long term relationship," and then I was immediately with someone else, and that became. So there was someone else in between, but that was also a relationship. I mean, I, I, I don't know, okay. I guess. I okay. mean, I thought it was. <laughs> How long have you been single now? How many? Uh, it's, well, I guess it's been two weeks. Okay. And how's that? You, you broke up during the quarantine? She, uh, she left to take care of family matters, and, and that was something that um, we both understood was very important. Yeah. Close, uh, closer oh, sorry. Um, we both agreed that was very important, so... Um, yeah, so we broke up during quarantine. She moved out and... Oh, you lived together? Oh, yeah, yeah. So, like, I had to, like, refurbish my apartment because it turns out um, <laughs> when you're a, a musician, all the stuff you own is music gear yeah. and vinyl records. Right. And when she moved out, it was like, oh, there's the tables and the desks and everything. Oh, you don't have anything in there. Uh, I have my music desk. Like, So my studio was in prime condition. Right. Um, everything else was depleted. Okay. So I had to start like buying posters and things to hang on the wall. I have stuff for you before you leave, oh, actually. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I will hang We're a poster. Cleaning out. No, he's, cleaning he got more than posters. You've yeah, got, you got, got a, furniture and everything. Hell yeah. We'll talk. I, I just bought a Tom Waits poster today. That was my big nice. purchase. Like, That's a good one. That's not very goth of you. Tom Waits is uber goth. Okay. Like his music is more depressing than anything I've ever heard in my life. True. Okay. <laughs> so let's let's start here. How did uh, ten years is a long time? How long sure. did you live with this person? 
about 10 years. We kind of like, we, we hit the ground rolling. How did you guys meet? So we met, um, it was at the Goonies Comedy Club in Rochester, Minnesota. Oh, yeah. And she was doing a set. And I thought she comedian? was... Comedian? Comedian, oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. And she was, uh, she's, she was amazing. And I just told her after her show, I said, hey, I think you did a really good job. And then uh, I went up and did a sh- set. And then afterwards, she grabbed my notebook and she's like, here's my number. Ooh. And uh, I didn't call nice. her because I thought that would be rude. And then why would that be rude? I don't, I don't like, I never assume a girl actually likes me. I thought she was just being nice. Okay. And so then she like came to like two other shows that I was doing and I did like a big DVD filming and she came to that. And then she came to see me perform at the Acme comedy club. Uh You're probably aware uh, aware of, and I did a set there. And then, uh, after that show, we were doing shots of vodka out of my trunk. As you do. Yeah, as you do. Very classy. Classy, classy individual. Mm-hmm. Um, and by the way, as I would do. Is yeah, it it's, was. It's, it's what you it's do. Vodka, yeah. yeah. And then she was like, hey, she's like, uh, you want to come back to my place? I was like, sure, that would be great. And then uh, we just uh, connected. Okay. Connected really quickly. And, and she was into a lot of the stuff I was doing. Then we also like, you know, we would spend half our nights just like, shooting jokes back and forth and doing kind of that. And that was kind of a new experience for me. Yeah. Paul's having a tough time with this because he doesn't recommend dating comics. Yeah. Oh, I will never do it again. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) That was the beginning of the end. (laughs) 10 years ago? it's, it's, It's odd that it lasted 10 years, to be honest with you. So you kind of broke the mold of that's a successful relationship in comedy. I think so. Well, does she still do comedy? She does. She she did. Uh, leave, that might be leave the business. Okay, so um, there you go. But that actually kind of caused the wedge in our relationship. Okay, because we used to we were doing all these things together, and then you moved together to Chicago then, or oh uh, well, we moved from Minneapolis. That's where we met. Uh huh. From Minneapolis to St. Louis, and from St. Louis to Chicago. Oh wow. Okay. Um. And yeah, when she stopped doing stand up, it 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 became difficult because um, we were together all the time. And then after that, um, you know, I'm out every night, but we also work. And so it's like she was just at home. And it was okay when she was getting her master's degree. But then after that, she's like, well, I'm just here by myself. Like, yeah. And she's like, and you're out partying, which I wasn't. Right. Like, you're just. But she knew sets. what the bit, she knows what you're doing. You're not partying. You're doing open mics and shows and stuff like that. Exactly. Yeah. But, you know, but then so I had to meant- go out of town for festivals and she couldn't always take the time off work to do the festivals right. I was doing. So. You know, and then she's like, what are you doing at the festivals? I'm like, I'm actually doing shows. Yeah. <laughs> like, like a comedian's life is just like um, handshakes. Yeah. Of going, hey, have you met my boyfriend? Right. Like it, there's nothing like it's not crazy. Yeah. It's yeah. not fun. Well, there won't be handshakes anymore. Oh, no, no. There'll be elbow hits elbow and hits, stuff like yeah. that. Which is- um, so you said you won't do it again. Why is that? What did you learn or what can you educate our uh, listeners upon? I don't know if I have any great advice about it, but what I felt was that you end up being competitive yep. um, unintentionally. So like if she gets a gig that I couldn't get, then I would like, I'd there's a resentment. Yeah. Yeah. And you don't Slightly. want it. You know, you're like, I'm so happy for you. But at the same time, like, why didn't How did I get I? that? Yeah, <laughs> sure. And like, I, I don't want the competition. Yeah. I, I just like, uh, if I was too, who knows, 
10 years down the road, if I end up getting a relationship again, I want it to be something where um, we have different uh, career objectives. Yeah. So that there's none of that. Um, And I also, like, I am actually hesitant at this point. I almost don't want people to know if I'm going to go on a date with them that I do stand up. Why is that? I, I know I know why I do that, but go ahead. What we was it? Because it's it, it dominates. There's the com- a judgment, and then it's uh, yeah, it like it's like oh, so you do this? Like it was the same thing. Kurt Cobain said that if you're a musician, you should be proud of it, and you should put all of your stuff. Kurt on Cobain the wall. was a singer in Nirvana, Patty. <laughs> <laughs> it smells like Teen Spirit. Just like there you there go. There you go. Um, and for a long time, I was like, no, he's right. Like you should just be. You know, and sure. if you go in my apartment, I have posters of gigs I did and all this kind of stuff. As a um, musician? As a comic. Oh, okay. I actually don't post any of my Show. music Com- stuff. Music stuff? Like, okay. I, have, <laughs> I have them. Um, it's a, that's, a, that's a bitter pill for me um, because that was my whole life's dream, and it didn't music? work out. <laughs> I feel your pain. <laughs> I've been there, yeah. And yeah, so I don't, uh, you know, I mean, I still have a studio. I still work on music, but it's like, I just, I keep it a secret. Sure. I mean, I talk about it on stage in a way that. Right, right. But wouldn't you say, uh, when you're talking about having to tell someone that you're a comedian and, and, and not having any experience in music, as we know, um, <laughs> but I, I think that comedy is different in that it is intellect. It's your, it's so intimate, right? It's much more of your your take on life and different conversations than, than music. I mean, someone can, can aesthetically listen to music and go whether they like it or not like it, but what you think, it's what a you style believe, of music right. versus comedy is so in, it's you, right? If they don't like your show as a goth musician, they're like, Oh, well, they don't like goth music, but if they don't like your set. They don't like you. And, you, but you also like, if you were doing a show with your band mm-hmm. and you had a terrible show that people didn't like, exactly. You also had a band yes. with you yeah. <laughs> that right. like would be like, Hey, so that show wasn't, right. wasn't great. Um, but I think too, with comedy, it, it's you. And I'm, I don't know. I'm not too worried about that. I mean, I should have been earlier in my career, but I feel like I've gotten to a point where it's like, I've played Ladysmith, Wisconsin at a Deer Lodge. And I've played a gig in a hotel in LA. Like, and I did New York and I've done London. Um, I've performed all over and they usually are okay with what I'm doing. So for the first time, like I actually have confidence in that. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, um, I don't know if I want to bring someone into that world because I was like, I was never um, a scene darling. In the comedy world? Yeah. Yeah. So like when I was in Minneapolis, I knew phenomenal comics and and, and I will give them It's a great comedy scene, yeah. And, uh, but I was never a part of that scene. I was the person always in the back of the room just hoping to get stage time, which is why I started to have to book my own shows. Then I went to St. Louis. Same thing happened again. And in Chicago, I'm definitely not in the the big scene, um, but I feel like I've made a, a but I but I've felt more accepted here than I have anywhere. Well, well the scene is sort of varied. I mean, because yeah, there's different it's, scenes. It's a little and, more eclectic. Yeah, there's alt comedy, there's comedy clubs, and there's you know different versions of not that com- we don't have clicks, but yeah, 
And I and I I kind of stay away from everything anyway, just because no one I don't I just it's it's my job, and then I leave, and then I go and yes. do my thing. I have eighty things that I try to do when I when we did stand up comedy every night. But uh, <laughs> let but me ask it, you this: oh, go ahead, Are yes. you for dating though? Oh, um, yeah. Are you back on? Are you back dating again now? Yet? Mm. Not yet. No. And you no, don't think I, you're re- you don't want to bring someone into this world, but you, do you want to just be alone then? Is that what you're going to do for a while, or what are you going to do? Uh, yeah, I, I think, um, you know, because I was in relationships for so long yeah. that it's time to refine myself and, okay. and be alone. Um, you know, I'm, I'm hanging out with more people. So before I was in all these relationships, a lot of my friends were, were women. Um, and of course, like, then you date someone and they're like, I don't, not a, I don't feel this is comfortable for me. So you all of a sudden you can't be friends with these people that you've known forever. After you um, dated them or you've hooked up with them or whatever. So, yeah, some along sure. those lines. Yeah. And so now just reconnecting and just finding those friendships again and just enjoying that. Like that's like such a beautiful thing with uh, everything that's going on um, is to like just find the friendships again. By now, you know that I'm a lawyer, right? Everyone does. And uh, I, I don't really practice anymore, although I still have a license. Um, but when I need a lawyer, um, and I do often need a lawyer, um, I contact my friend Scott Shapiro. Um, if you're injured uh, on the job or need compensation, you're entitled to payment for more than you know. A lot of times, companies will try to settle with you so you don't get a lawyer because they don't want you to know all the monies you're entitled to. Uh, Scott Shapiro has been uh, helping injured workers for over 20 years. In addition, his firm handles multiple other cases, including uh, personal injury cases and entertainment law issues. He has handled a lot of uh, my entertainment stuff as well as those of uh, guests on the show and listeners. So you need a lawyer. Sure, you can consult me. But uh, if you want a free consultation from the best, uh, don't take any chances. Contact my friend, Scott Shapiro. His number, 312-648-8800. Or check out his website, scottshapirolegal.com. There are other Scott Shapiros. Make sure you call the right one, 312-648-8800 or scottshapirolegal.com. Tell him I sent you, and he will be very happy. Well, you got to experience quarantine with somebody and then without somebody. How did you feel when you were when you didn't have someone else 24 hours a day? Were you like okay with that? Other I, than not having furniture? <laughs> I I basically went between the two bedrooms that I have and just laid down on the floor and slept in different rooms. <laughs> okay. Uh, cuz I honestly I I didn't know I, I realized at a point too that my apartment looked like a um, a tribute to a broken relationship. What do you mean? In the sense of like, because you have all this furniture gone, you have all these things missing. It's like, all right, I got my fucking guitar. Oh, sorry, I don't know. If you I'm can swear. Right? Oh, fuck uh, yeah. I got my guitars like straight out, you know, and I got cables yeah. and a keyboard sitting like me over, over there. Yeah. And, oh yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, I cleaned up before you guys came. But... And, you know, it's like, all right, like, that all looks fine. But other than that, this place is uh, despairing. Like, it, it, it just kind of, like, I remember when it was all happening that it, I was like, oh, it feels like we're moving in 
Oh, sorry. No, that's uh, your, you're fine. It was her mask. mask. You're fine. You're good. It feels like like we're moving into a place and no one has anything. <laughs> so. But why? Why? Let me ask you this: You yeah. don't want to be in. A, obviously, I think I respect the fact that you don't want to rush into a relationship. But you can also like grow individually with like going on dates and like just hanging out with people, or you're just not even ready because you were heartbroken or what? Like you have to explain to me why you're not because you're a tall, good-looking dude, funny. Uh, you play music like you should use that to your I mean use that to your advantage to meet people was it was that you no um, well I <laughs> I, I mean I mean because you're not going to be it's not going to be there in 10 years so you gotta yeah in 10 years yeah who knows <laughs> uh, I will you'll be shrinking your hair will be gray it's gonna you have a you have a nice head of hair right now for, got, for the time being right sure um well yeah no and I think you you have a point <laughs> That I should probably take advantage of uh, what's this left time. of my youth. Yes, it's been two weeks. Okay, but you go on. You can go on I'm the dating saying. apps. You don't have to go on dates, but at least just throw yourself out there. You're still talking. It's a while. Sometimes you talk to people on the apps forever. So, do you have you done the apps? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, I'm like so the king I don't, of the apps. So many of the apps he does. I I uh, have you not even tried? Have you have I you tr- ever been I on? I tried them? one. Okay, I tried OK Cupid. Oh, yeah. um, and it made me feel very sad because <laughs> like you swipe left to reject someone yeah. and right to accept someone. And I was like, who am I? Like, <laughs> who the, the fuck am the I world? to reject yeah. someone? Uh, like, cause I'm oh, better. Too, you have too much empathy. You'll get used to it. Well, n- yeah. And it's also, <laughs> it's like, well, this girl's not going to like me. You can't, so why should I even waste my time? You can't think wow. like that. You you'd be surprised. I don't have self esteem. Yeah. Well, let's go <laughs> back understand. to when he didn't he didn't call because he thought it would be rude. Yeah. Even look what though... happened. You did call and you had a ten year relationship, which was good for the most part, I assume. Right. It, no, she's a wonderful woman. Yeah. I have nothing. So to... you took a chance. You threw yourself out there. You can go on those apps like Hinge or Bumble or Tinder or whatever. But um, I actually didn't call. She just kept showing exactly. up. Exactly. Oh, he didn't shows. take the chance. Yeah. Is what, right. No, because I would never like I. Like it, it, it's hindered my dating life for most of my life is I will never approach a woman because you have no confidence or well, for two reasons. One, I don't have confidence, but also I feel like she's already had that happen to her so many times. Oh, you don't want to be disrespectful. If she is interested, I feel she will reach out. Hmm. You're part of it is you're telling yourself a story that you don't necessarily know the other side of. Which mm-hmm. is fine. We all do that. We all sort of have these, you know, ideas of what someone else is going through, and and that's and it's kind of you to not want to invade someone's mental space. But at some point, I mean, we all go through something. We all, you know, we have those moments. Just, I just want you to, you know, think about that. That the stories you're telling yourself is is that. You know, you can also create your own story. And also, oh, the fair fact enough. that you're doing, if they are on a dating app and you are on a dating app, then they've already are open to you contacting them. So yeah, that just, takes away half of the well, issue. He's just starting on the apps. The, the, the apps didn't even exist. He's, no, been, right. he's been off the market for 16 years. So <laughs> yeah. let him, yeah, eat, let him ease into this shit. <laughs> you can do better apps than OkCupid. I used There's... to meet people in person. Right. <laughs> well, not nobody does, unfortunately. Yeah, that's that's rarer than... than date Online dating is more often than how you meet people now. Than it's taken over in terms of... How, how, how people meet. How about you? I mean, you're on the apps I'm now. on the apps mostly, but I've met people in real life too. Uh, you're, in, I in mean, the you're a comedian 
and slash lawyer. Uh, yeah. So your game is William Defoe and Body of Evidence. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I I would wish because I I loved that movie because I had a thing for Madonna when I was well, a kid. We all had a thing for Madonna, yeah. but that movie is awful. Well, the movie. Yeah, I would just fast forward to the sex the, parts. The as candle. A kid. Yeah. I never saw it, but I only know about the candle. There was like nudity, and I was like, whoa. Um, but I mean, you go on those apps. You you have. You you still you're gainfully employed, which gives you an option that a lot of people are like, okay, so he's not like just doing you know his dream. He's you're gainfully you have a day job. You're I, doing comedy. I feel like I did better when I didn't have a day job. Why do you say that? I, I feel like the struggling artist was something that women that were attracted to me. Maybe before quarantine. Important. Now people now, are. Yeah. <laughs> now, they're, now they're pretty oh, much like, a, you need to get your shit together. Or they're just <laughs> like. Commodity, yeah. Yeah, they, they, yeah, people need. Artists uh, are, you know, as, as much as people are enjoying us during their downtime, they, there's no support for the. Right. No, there artists. isn't. And that's, no. that's, yeah. that's very but difficult. You can yeah. go on those apps. I, I think you really, really need to go on those apps. And here's another thing, too. <laughs> on Bumble. Not right now. Patty, I'm listen. Sorry, it's a little aggressive. It is isn't aggressive. You can it, just go it, on there. It seems like Paul's going to be wearing a blonde wig and be, <laughs> and be sending a message to me. On. Like, You'll be, hey, Checking on you. Bumble, for example, the woman makes the first move. So they oh, will contact okay. you. You just have to there swipe left and right. So there's one for you that's really easy. It's you set up a profile. You sent four or five pictures of you that are recent. Uh, don't even have to mention that you're a comedian. I don't think you need to. You're going to get women that are going to swipe on you based on your looks, based on your height. And uh, and that's going to – and whatever you write, I'm sure the three or four lines that you write are going to be cre- more creative than 90% of the dudes out there because you have a creative side as a – so a writer and like, a comedian. Hey, I like to fist bump myself. Yeah. What are you up to? Yeah, like you can write, <laughs> you can write funny shit, and you don't even have to re- reveal that you're a comedian, and that's gonna work out to your bet. And and here's the thing, and and Patty, I get, I understand and respect your idea of like just relaxing and waiting, but he's two weeks. I understand, I understand, but you can do it at your own leisure. Like yeah. you don't have to. You just set up the app. And it takes a while for you to get into all the beehives, as they call it, so people okay. see that you're in the in the mix. So you just set it up, and then uh, we'll set it up before you leave. It'll be really easy. <laughs> we're we're yeah. going to bumble it. <laughs> and then all you do is, or whatever, any of the apps you use, all you do is um, just swipe left and right, and then when they contact you, you talk to them. You have 24 hours, I think, to respond the first time. But then you contact them. You don't. It's not like you don't have to be there for 24 hours a day. You do it like... 10 minutes a day, if that. And I also think, uh, because part of what I think you were concerned about is the idea of who am I to reject this person and not think of it as rejecting them. They're not going to know. Not not just that, but I mean, it's just, you know, you have a sense. You're trusting your instincts on what might be a good fit. Well, You're not rejecting. Yes and no. Your oh. instincts are a little off in the sense that <laughs> you think women are going to reject you, which I think you should just, anyone that you like or you might think you like, you just swipe right or whatever yeah i think it's right right on bumble but uh and then if they don't respond you're gonna forget the ones you responded to you're gonna go through like 20 to 40 in a week if you actually go on there for more than five minutes and then some will respond some of them won't and then you the ones that respond that if they say something stupid or you know they say whatever your deal breaker is are we being too intense for you no no (laughs) this is educational i feel like we're helping No, no, I Nonsense. was actually I was actually curious um being new, newly single and not um 
quite yet jumping on the uh, dating app game. Um, like what, um, I mean, as you run this podcast about being single, like, is your end game married? No. Kids? I don't want to get married or have kids. I just want to be single for the rest of my life. That's my, do you want to get married and have kids? Oh, not kids. No. But you want to you want to get married. Uh, you know, I thought, I mean, that was the, excuse me. That was the, excuse me, the 10 year relationship. You thought you guys were going to get married? I proposed and <gasps> what? And we were engaged for most of it. And I was wearing a wedding ring um, in support of our proposal because I thought that if she has to wear a ring, so should I. Um, Wait a minute. What, how long were you guys engaged? <laughs> Nine of the 10 years. <laughs> wow. Uh, and that you know also became problematic because she's like, why aren't we married? Finally getting married. And Oh, uh, this is turning into a different story now. Why didn't you guys get married then? You want this to is going to go dark if you want to know the truth. Sure. Let's do it. All right. Why um, didn't you get married? The reason we didn't get married was she's like, I need you to be sober for one year. Okay. And I never accomplished that. Couldn't do okay, it. so but why did she want you to be sober for a year? Was there? Well, because I was drinking a lot. I, <laughs> sure, yeah, but I mean, uh, you know, but it, so I mean, I like was a never, month or I was a, never a mean or abusive or anything like that. Like, she wanted to see. Just, I mean, first start with a month. You know, to say, hey, let's go a few weeks without having a cocktail. That well, no, I would go. So, I, I did like seven or eight months. So, and then I would fall off for uh, were you, a couple days. That's not dark. Yeah, uh, that's that seems not dark. Like, that seems like inter- I mean, was she drinking or was she not? She's uh, like, well. I, apparently, I didn't know this. She was doing cocaine. There you go. Okay. For most of the relationship. Uh huh. And so I was like, all right, well, like, <laughs> did you? Uh, you didn't know? I I had no idea. Okay. It made sense later. <laughs> you didn't know until after recently. Uh, t- uh, well, till she stopped using, she was like, "Oh yeah, this is why." <laughs> like, Hold on a second. Wait, I was... she had an expert. She had a demand of you to go a year without drinking, and she was doing. I had to take my mask off because this yeah, is yeah, of right here. Uh, but she had so she had this demand, and yet was doing cocaine. What What was her reason for making wanting you to stop drinking for a whole year? Uh, she just found it disappointing that um, I would just like. Because, I mean, I was always working. I, I would never drink before doing a gig. But as soon as we got home, I would just start, start, drinking. start pounding the cocktails. Okay. Um, and I would just pass out. Okay. Did you guys ever do drugs together? I'm not going to say cocaine or anything. Did you guys do any drugs oh, together? Oh, we did. Yeah, we did at one point. Okay. Um, and uh, that was fun. <laughs> I'm, so just, was I, I'm, I'm just kind of, yeah, is that your bonding experience? Well, you, well, I told you we met doing shots out, or right after out of we your met, trunk. We were doing shots out of yeah. my trunk, which that's a warning sign. <laughs> Is it though? I mean, I, I'm just like I said. I, I guess it's a warning sign, but I just said I'm hung up on the idea that she had this demand of a whole year. Look, I, my husband. I told him that we had to go. We had to clean our apartment before I would get pregnant. So I, that was I, all. That was it. <laughs> we had to be. We had, I, I, I need, did that every Sunday. I needed to know that he, <laughs> my husband has a high tolerance for clutter. Um, which I decided, apparently I decided it was fine that because that's how we've been. We have a 15 year old and a 16 year old. Uh, but, but anyway, but a demand like that, it's like, but then so for nine years, the, it was still like, well, you didn't go a year without drinking. You still didn't go a year without drinking. So we're not getting married. That was how it went. Yeah. That was <laughs> Before I succumbed to the pressures of getting Netflix and Hulu, 
I was an avid reader. I still am, but I'm behind on my books. I used to read a bunch of books, mostly memoirs, biographies, uh, nonfiction stuff. And uh, as you all know, one of my favorite books is uh, Perfect Pain by Param Parasaran, a good friend of mine. Uh, it's an awesome memoir about, and it's a true story um, about how he fled Iran as a child and uh, lived up this perfect life that we all uh, are sold um, as a multimillionaire uh, successful businessman, but he had a uh, underlying pain and issues that he had not resolved. And this is what he did on his journey. It's an amazing book. Um, I, I can't tell you how awesome it is. If you haven't read it already, I strongly recommend it. And, and I still have some free books to give away too. So for you listeners, subscribers, if you give us a five-star review, I will send you a free book. I've got about seven left right now. Um, and, uh, it's, it's a great book, perfectpain.com available on Amazon. It has been discounted, uh, because he wants to get rid of his batch of books, perfectpain.com or go to Amazon, get the book. And if you've read the book already, give him a review too. Um, we want to give him the far of our bump, um, perfectpain.com by Param Parastron, um, or message me and I can maybe send you a book for the right price for free. No, I'm just kidding. Perfectpain.com. Did, I'm uh, sorry. And did, then she's like, why didn't you marry me? I'm like, because you told me we needed a, a year. <laughs> and I was like, and I failed. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. And what did she say to that? Did she say I didn't mean it? Or I yeah. didn't know it was holding us up? Or? Oh, no. She, she, was, she was like, yeah, well, you just need to get your shit together. <laughs> and I was like, fair enough. Was she <laughs> married before you? or She had been. Okay. Um, and, I, uh, and she actually still had his last name. Okay. Um, which I mean, any kids? Did she have kids too? She, she had a okay. kid. Is it a was, good was... name? Is that why she kept it? I don't, <laughs> don't say. <laughs> don't tell name. us. I'm just kidding. Don't say the name. Yeah, yeah I won't. I mean, but uh, no, no. I. It, I. It's a stage name. It was already I, I too think late. She, Fair. I, I Patty Vasquez. Bonin. Yes. <laughs> thank you. I think it's kind of what happened was it became her stage name, and so she wouldn't let it go. And I'm like, that's, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. I don't. I don't tell people how to to change their lives. Like you know what I mean. Like, but she asked you to. Yeah, but uh, for my health. So I don't know if you you won't know the band Him. You might know the band Him. They're a Finnish goth band. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I am, uh, one of my friends said that I've probably not had a healthy relationship because of my obsession with that band. Um, did she like this band also? She did until they were doing their farewell tour. And she's like, I don't need to go. And I was like, Whoa. it's their really? farewell tour. Yeah. <laughs> it's the farewell. Like, I'm like, I already bought us tickets like, yeah please go and she's like why don't you have one of your friends come in and i was like okay um but that's neither here nor there um but uh the there's a point in their career in about 2006 where he was uh urinating blood what okay because From of his alcohol drinking use. i was also doing that Oh, okay. So it so, was a like, health concern. It was. It, she was concerned about my health because it was. I was drinking a one point seven five liter. I was drinking two of them a night. Okay, that's a okay, lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Which I, I take like, it back. I can see the. But yeah. I, I, but here's the thing. So when you set a bar that high of, and that's what you're consuming, but right? I and that's your that's but that's your your habit, right? Yeah. And then saying you need to go a whole year. That's not how you help somebody get through whatever, for Dependency whatever reason. Dependency issues they have, yeah. yeah. Uh, 
it, it's just it's just a, not the healthiest way to to do it sure yeah but it was also like i think that was um to me it was it was all about like that was what rock stars did yeah like because i grew up with yeah, like I, guns and roses when sure. i was seven years old i'm like Every time you see Slash, he's holding a bottle of Jack Daniels. Yeah, like, you have no choice. That's the thing. I'm not judging you on why you did. Or as Patty oh, calls the band, uh, Axel and the Roses. And the Roses. No, yeah. it was it was are, are Rose and the Guns. I think yeah, it was. That's right. The Axel guns? and the Guns. Uh, yeah, it's a long story. What is it again? Axel Rose. Any, what is it again? Guns and Roses. <laughs> okay. Guns and Roses. <laughs> but did she? But she didn't play music either, right? She wasn't a musician. No, she was just a comedian. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and and storyteller and and uh, just phenomenal person. See, the thing is, so so let's say you go seven, eight months and you have a drink. Now you're like, okay, now I got to start all over again. Then you start beating yourself up. It's just it's just sort of a it, it's a cyclical situation yeah. where you're not going to get out of it. And if that, that expectation doesn't change, it, it's it's just hurtful. I think. Well, it's it's it is a weird thing where like you go, well, I made a mistake, or I, you know, like now I'm I'm working on like I like I drink casually. Yeah. Like, I don't just consume like I used to. Right. Um. But like you know, that was a, a part of a huge hinder in our in our relationship, right. and, and like it's, I I don't blame her for it. But I don't I don't think you should blame yourself for it either. Yeah. Is what I'm saying. I think that you can you can get to that space where it's mutually the expectations. But you're were forgetting off. you're talking to a goth kid. <laughs> yeah, but <on laughs> I know. The, on I understand. The, no. So all blame. Like the, I just. Like, I understand. You can put on those apps too. Like they ask you your drinking habits, and you can match with people that are you know they like to drink casually or whatever. Too, <laughs> that are but, on the nine inch nails downward yeah. spiral. <laughs> I think when people see your pictures, they're gonna be like, okay, like this guy. And if you say, I lo- if you don't know the band him, don't swipe. Like, I mean, you can say shit like that <laughs> and find people that now. you have your, what's that? He said he's not doing that anymore. He's drinking casually. But, but I, I think know I'm saying drinking casually. Right, I think so it's that's not an level. issue. I think yeah. it's a comfort level of being with someone who drinks or, you know, and there are people who don't like being around somebody who doesn't yeah. drink. Right. I mean, yeah. I, yeah, yeah, some people, I don't drink when I go on dates and that's, that pisses people off sometimes. I'm like, well, I just don't drink that much anymore. So, but go on the apps. We're going to, bef- before you leave, we're going to, you're going <laughs> to set that shit up. Do you have a boat by any chance? Uh, Apparently uh, boats are a thing. Yeah. If you have a like... boat, it's going to help a lot. Or just say you have one. So or if you get a swipe. picture of yourself yeah. from a boat. It, like I, I'm not, I don't run the gothic cruise. Yeah. I don't know what, <laughs> <laughs> what boat I'm going to own. Aren't there any night cruises or anything? I, uh, who knows? <laughs> I would think there's so many. When I'm on those apps, I always see goth girls on there. And I'm just like, I'll swipe if they're attractive or I see the, like, cause I don't, I'm not, uh, you know, I think I like certain goth music, but I just assume that they're looking for you and like, that's like where you're going. That's why I was like, you're not going to have a problem on those apps because they're going to find you. And and I know you don't date goth girls only because your the your last girl, your fiance, I should say, was not goth, right? Yeah, you met her at, at the I did? Okay, yeah, I don't remember, but okay. I mean, but you know, she had tattoos, I guess. I, you know, that's, you can say that. You can say I want a girl with tattoos. I, I do want. like your tattoo. Yeah. But I don't know. I'm sure you have more, but the one wrapped around your wrist is cool. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Well, that was another thing. Like. um like I don't have a like preference of girl with a tattoo or either. Like I just you'll match people. Go on those apps. That's what we're. That's what I'm going to tell you to do. It's, it's Paul gonna, is is trying to help me find I am. the next. I want to. I want next time I see you at a show. I want you, I want to see your think your setup 
on Bumble, and then we'll take it from there. <laughs> and then, then I can get a, yeah. uh, a feature gig. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> if I have that power, yes. where can uh, we got? We're out of time, Trevor. Oh, where I'm can, so sorry. No, you're yeah. fine. Go. I, I want to hear more about this. We'll, we'll have to have you come back. But what? Where? Uh, where can people find out more about you, Trevor? Other than on your new Bumble app. Uh, other than Bumble, uh, <laughs> we'll TrevorGertensen.net. How do you spell Gertensen? It's G-E-R-T-O-N-S-O-N.net. Any uh, social media? Um, I think it's Facebook okay. slash Trevor Gertensen. All right. Fair enough. Uh, that, uh, that's, I mean, that's, uh, just... that's all I know. I don't do Twitter. I don't do any of the other ones because I found the concept of them very stressful. Oh, yes. You're not wrong. Like, Fair point, especially yeah. now with the political stuff going on. Oh, I, yeah, like like even people that know me, like you never post anything other than shows. I'm like, that's all that matters. Yeah, <laughs> that's what it's for. Well, thanks, Trevor, for coming. I really appreciate it. Thanks, and uh, thank you. I thank will want to oh, hear more pleasure. about was, this. Thank you for joining us. And Patty, where can people find your stuff too? Uh, I'm trying to post on Twitter at Patty Vasquez C H I with and your website with kind words with kindwords.com. And you, you know where you to know, find me. You might everybody. be able to post on my Twitter page. I won't see it. Um, but I was told Keegan, I don't know if you know him. He's a comedian in the scene. Keegan Buckingham. Yeah. 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 He's like, he's like, Trevor's tweets were really funny. And I was like, those are seven years old. We're <laughs> <laughs> talking about things. That Who don't... did this artwork for you on your your banner? Abra Benowitz. This is great. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I really yeah like you know that him. That's... He just moved to LA, but he's a phenomenal comic. That's awesome. Him. It's a, it's got a grave site with the moon. Full that moon is cool. That's yeah. with it and the microphone. Yeah, it's great. I love that. Well, thanks Trevor. I'm sorry. I keep taking No, you're fine. Time. You're fine. Thanks you're Patty. Wh- I, I really kept talking. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. I apologize a lot. Thanks too. all for listening to another edition of Singles Only Podcast. <laughs> I'm still standing